When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 520. Um, so before we jump off into this podcast, happy Thursday, post-Christmas post here, we're going to talk about pack line and transformation in a one-on-one call. We're going to pull the curtains back on teachhoops.com and kind of show you um, what it is to be a teachhoops.com member. Um, you know, the one-on-one calls, the office hours, the emails to me. I mean, I, I'm always emailing teachhoops.com members. So come over and join us. I know you didn't, maybe didn't get that, uh, that new iPhone under the, under the Christmas tree. So come join teachhoops.com instead. Also go over and check out teachhoops, um, check out teachhoops, check out Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. We love them over at Dr. Dish. They are a great organization, great people. Um, go over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged and you'll get $300 off your next purchase. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Hey, how's it going, Coach? Good, good. How are you? Doing well yourself. I'm all right. You know. Good, good. Good. All right, go ahead. Shoot away. Okay, here, here's just a couple things. So when I first started out, we uh, tried to really limit with our opponents. We weren't very good a couple seasons ago. And as we progressed, we got more athletic and really jumped into like some running jump, full court press defenses. But our district, which is a four teams, and then our region, which is 15 teams, outside of about three of them, perimeter shooting is pretty poor. Okay. Um, everybody tries to attack the rim. So although we want to run and jump and press and all this, is it out of the question to drop back into some kind of pack line or sag no. man-to-man? No, so what I would do is I would I would basically have some sort of indicator, like maybe you, maybe you come at them until, they, until the ball gets over half court, and as soon as the ball gets over – because I've done this with teams too – as soon as the ball gets over half court, at that point we're in our pack, or at that point we're in whatever we want. Um, I think if you feel like you can turn people over, that's like that's like that's like a kid in a candy store, man. Those are I, I mean, you, I don't think you necessarily want to get rid of that if you think you can turn people over. Right. Um, 
because I think those are easy baskets because there's going to be nights where you're not shooting the ball well. But then I think you got to um, you got to protect the rim. Yeah, I, I mean I'm, I love pack line. I you know, and then you could also do something where you just force left or force right and just force them out of that baseline. So what we've done is um, we forced to the baseline and then we've trapped when they've gotten down there. Um, okay. So we funneled them on the sides. So it's not pack line per se. So you could have maybe like pack line as one of your man defenses and then another one. You could, we, you know, we call it force, but you basically, once you get it to a side of the court, we don't want them to swing it. So we funnel yeah. them to the bait. We funnel them to the short corner. And then once they get to the short corner, we trap them. Um, so we're protecting the rim and we're funneling them. And then when they get that ball on the baseline and they, they feel like they can drive that baseline, it's like, oh man, they're going to, they just go because they think that they're going to yeah, get there true. and we're going to trap them. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. Like I said, we want to force tempo, but outside, I mean, the top three or four teams, as the competition gets better, you know, you're going to have to get a little bit, but uh, we're probably fifth or sixth ranked. Uh, but the teams in our district, we should be able to press them. So, right. And the uh, thing we, is, the thing is, you need to have, so here's your theory is you got to have the stuff to win games on a Tuesday in January. <laughs> But then you right. need to have stuff to win games when you're playing that because each each game you win in tournament time, the team gets better. It's just right. reality. And and all of a sudden, if you're running and jumping and I'm playing you and it's a state semifinals, I'm not I, I'm, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to have guys that can take care of that. So you want right. to have other things. Yeah, you want to have other things in your arsenal. I think that pack lines, the pack line will always be there for you. It's like that thing in your back pocket. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's what I was telling my assistant coaches. They was like, well, why don't we just run and jump everybody? I was like, well, you don't see a lot of it in college because guards are so good. and they're not front Yeah, you don't see because, yeah, yeah. There's a reason you don't see a lot of pressure. Yeah. Because kids can play. It's like in the old days, you and I are old enough. In the old days, like Patino and all those guys, they were running and jumping. It's like because people couldn't play. Now they can all play. Yeah. Yeah, if we could play like an old school Kentucky team, we'd be in pretty good shape. Right. Um, so basically how my lineup's gonna go, we're gonna play about nine to ten people deep. So we're just throwing we're just throwing out there. Uh but throughout the years, as my classes go, I start my depth gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So I worry about consistently running and or if I wanna start just to throw something in this year, a diamond one press or uh one two two. Uh that way, A, it kind of gives us a different look in the full court, and then also as my rotations get smaller, maybe I can switch to something else. I just don't know how effective a run and jump is if you're only six or seven deep. I know conditioning is something that's obviously Yeah, you just got to basically run them into the ground at that point. Um, I know. Yeah, you you got to basically say at the fourth quarter is when we're going to get them. Um, you know, yeah, if you got nine, ten, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I love the one, two, two. I think the one, two, two is good. I'm going to actually put something on teach hoops. I went to a Went to a clinic, got some video on a one two two. That's awesome. Um, I I extend my one three one sometimes, um, so I do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you basically. I have not had a lot of success with doing it full. I've had more success doing it three quarter court. Um, okay, you know, starting it at the free throw line. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I would definitely. I mean, depends on how conservative you want to be. If you want to be conservative, that you go like a two two one. Um, right. So, two, so yeah. if we're running jumping weaker teams, you're right. If we're running weaker teams, 
is maybe something like a one-two-two or even like Villanova's one-two-two where it's three-quarter court or something like that. Is that something that you would have Yeah. as, as a result? Yeah, I think I think you want something different. Um, you okay. know, and the run and jump is so it, it's aggressive. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, how how big are your guys in comparison to the guys are playing? So here's the thing: we have a tra- our our big is a traditional big. So okay. like I do a lot on the read and react and things that you guys do, but I, right. I don't know if I can bring her out on the floor, and I also worry about bringing her out to help press in a zone press and getting beat to the basket instead of leaving her at the basket. Um, and she's going to be in my program. She's just a sophomore and she's a good player. So she's right. going to be a assistant piece for me. So maybe that's, maybe, the, maybe be, get more aggressive and you do the Yeah. The one, two, two would work. The problem is they might work on her side. If you go two, two, one, she's basically just going to sprint back and protect the rim. Um, right. <laughs> so you, you could be as aggressive or not communicator too. So yeah, you want her in the back then you want her like directing everybody. Um, right. And when I've had kids like that, I've put them in the way back, especially if they're maybe a little slower afoot, but they right. can see everything. They're playing like secondary and they're kind of directing everybody. Um, right. So I've liked that in the past. Um, she yeah, has, but she's never going to run a four, four. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that's, I think that's a good, I think that's a good alternative. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, you can, you can drop back into a zone and trap out of a zone too. I, the thing is sometimes I tell people, if you're going to do the run and jump, then maybe come, maybe come up with something in the half court. Um, because okay. especially if she can protect the rim, you know, you could do a run and jump one or two traps in the half court. She's just protecting the rim. Right. Um, because sometimes when you get in that full, you know, unless you're so good at the run and jump and you don't have to worry about it, but sometimes in the half court, you, the angles aren't as, they don't have to move as far. So it's a little right. bit easier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and kind of the last thing I had for you, you know, we, it's funny because when I first started out, you want to run all these different plays. You want to show, <laughs> you know, I'm an intelligent coach and I know what I'm doing. Right. And then, it's kind of less is more. We we moved to the dribble drive last year. Okay. Full year, and I, I kind of let the rain, you know, take the reins off, and they do better. Um, I don't know how many quick hitters or isolations or things that you run, read, and react, or do you just do special circles? Okay, so this is stuff? this is like perfect timing for you because I'm literally I'm putting up a quick hitter course in like two two one or two days, which will have all the stuff perfect. that we kind of do and stuff. So that will be perfect, but. I, here's what my, I have a, I have a great assistant. He's a former head coach. You know, he just kind of knows everything. And he basically says, I'll, 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 we'll do a quick hitter and it will work. And then we'll do another one. And we'll work. And then I'll just start pulling these ones I see. And he goes, hold on. You basically want each of your quick hitters to do something different. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Otherwise just get good at the one you have. So if, if it's a, if it's a triple ball screen to get your shooter open, well, you don't need another one of those kind. Or if you, if it's a slip in a, in a, in a three, or if it's an ISO for maybe your wing. So the, the key is, I think you have to look at what, and some quick hitters can do two or three things. They can get an ISO, it can get a high low, it can get um, maybe an open three and a flare. So I think, I think you're right. Less is more, but I think you got to figure out what you want from your quick hitters. Do you like, when I've had some really good bigs, I wanted a lot of high lows, some ISOs where I can get my big the ball. But I don't need three of those. I need one or two, and I need to get really good at them. 
because we're playing high school okay. basketball. It's not, they'll scout it, but how much time are they really going to spend on it? If we're better at it, we're going to score. So I think that's yeah, the key is figuring out exactly what you want to do from the quick hitter. Um, right. And then if you, if you do that in that one quick hitter, just get really good at it and then figure a different one, like, you know, last second one or an ISO one or whatever you want. Okay. Um, so I yeah, think I'm you're really right. About scouting. You're still, you still got high school kids. So, I mean, you can show it to them a thousand times and they're, you know, they're, it's in and out. Most of the scouts more for me than anybody else. It's, so. it's like situational stuff. It's like, yeah. yes, you should have a couple things that down for situations. And we work on that. I do that more for the mental part. And, and quick hitters for down at the end are very important. I agree. Like, like I've been in more than one game and say, we're going to run victory or we're going to run win. I call them like things that they think that, you know, whatever, but right. we're running victory. So when I'm diagramming that thing up, they are, we've already run it eight. We've run it like 80 times already. So it's just more like, well, we've done this, we can do it. So from that standpoint, I think it's good, especially as your teams get better and the games get closer you know, okay, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to get the ball side out of bounds. Here's how we're going to score. It doesn't matter if they're in zone or man or what they're doing. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Um, So from that standpoint, I think the quick hitters are good during the game and stuff. Yes. Maybe I, maybe my big is playing really well or my shooter shooting really well and I need to get them the ball, but I spend more time on, because I know it, I know at some point I'm going to need one of those um, down the stretch. And I just want them to feel comfortable. Right. Do you think that, uh, so I've kind of gone back and forth and I know you've had some people on talking about this when you're going against a zone, are quick hit or something that you focus on more there, or do you have something like a continuity thing that you do? I I try to have a quick hitter that will work against a zone or a man. Now, if you're going to trap me, then we're telling our guys we're we're attacking at that point. Um, cause you're going to, if you're going to double or trap me and it's, then we're going to, we're going to, We'll get a shot. I'm not worried about getting a shot. I just want to get a shot up <laughs> um, okay. where their feet are squared and it's not my fifth worst shooter shooting, which is usually the case of what happens. Yeah. They throw, and then they like throw it in. They're holding you down. Yeah. Or, I know this is off topic. Have you guys, when do you guys start your season? We start in 50 days. So we start, um, I counted it today. So we start November 17th. Okay. See, we're, we don't start until December 3rd. Oh my we're gosh. I know. It's crazy. The whole country's crazy. I just got off a call with another coach and he starts in like a week and a half or a week. That's insane. It's like, oh my God. When, it's like, but how does that work with football? I don't know if it does. I don't know if it does. I'm telling you, it, it's crazy. When I tried to figure out when people are starting in to, to, to talk about things, you can't. It starts like in like middle of October to December. It's like the window of starting and ending is crazy. And for yeah. people that play in national tournaments like you guys, it's a nightmare. Like okay. you're trying to do a ton of different things. Usually that's why we can we we pop it over um winter break as we know that we can right. do it. But we we are true March man. Like I don't remember last time like last year, because I was doing radio for the state tournament and we were out. But I don't remember last time I actually sat down and watched because we're usually playing when the sweet sixteen and all that stuff's going right. on. Like we're in we're in high throttle at that point. See, they, I guess they jam our season in there because our state tournament's the exact same time, too, of March Madness. So we're just having to put all of our games in. I mean, we That's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so if, the, if, if a team makes it to the state finals in football, then they have issues. That's the, but I don't know why they don't start other places earlier because 
you're only dealing with four four teams that make it to that point. You know, how many boys are you really worried about or whatever football? Yeah. Sense. I don't know. All right. Let yeah, me know if you have any more questions, coach, and we can get on another call. Hey, I appreciate it, coach. Yeah, Thanks for no, everything. No problem. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Make sure you leave a review down below. Um, we really do appreciate those no matter where you listen. Go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I know you want to become a better basketball coach. And again, if you're let, maybe you're done with podcasts, you're going shopping now, go down and click on our Amazon link and uh, do some shopping. That would, We would really appreciate that. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply